What in the fuck is really going on out there? Buds in the basement. Welcome to Buds in the Basement Podcast. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say. And I'm not here with my co-host, Bubba the Mouth, today. Unfortunately, he had some stuff come up. But I am here with somebody. And guess who's back? Back again. Cajun's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> What's up, Noel? How you doing, man? Glad to have you back. Hey, glad to be back, man. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? Man, life's been good, man. It's been busy, but it's been good. But, uh, you know, here we are right before the midterms. And uh, we got to get some things off of our chest, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to let you all know right now, right off the rip, that uh, you better take cover or hang on to something because truth bombs are about to be thrown, many of them. (laughs) You might feel it. You might not. We shall see. But uh, here we are. We're going to do this. And uh, the first truth bomb I'm going to throw out right off the rip is, ladies and gentlemen, if you are voting on this midterm solely based on abortion, congratulations, the government has you right where they want you. Absolutely. Um, They don't want to acknowledge a lot of things. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the things that they absolutely don't want to acknowledge. And uh, let's bring this in. The first thing that the government does not want to acknowledge this midterm is the lockdowns they told us we weren't essential they told us we couldn't see our families they told us you couldn't have funerals for dead relatives they told you you couldn't see your people in nursing homes they told you to close your businesses they told you to not buy seeds they stopped you from buying seeds at least here in michigan please noel take it from there Oh man, it was absolutely crazy. So what they, they want you to be distracted with the abortion topic, because that's literally all Democrats have to run on right now, but they don't want us focusing on what everybody is focus, focusing on uh, COVID tyranny, which was absolutely out of control and not just all of the Democrat states, but some Republicans as well and uh, the economy. And I want you focusing on that. So, and that's what people are going to go vote on on November 8th, full stop. They're going to go. They do remember. They are hashtag never forgetting the absolute insanity from the left during the COVID tyranny and the meltdown and the economic uh, decision making as well. That is just now starting to scratch the surface. Uh, we're just now seeing some of the consequences of horrible decisions made for the last two plus, two plus years. You can't just turn the economy off and turn it back on like it's a light switch. People are going to be seriously, seriously hurt. There's a lot of people that are going to die from those decisions. A lot of people don't understand that there are countries out there that depend on the U.S. economy to be running and and gassed up all the time, and they're going to suffer really, really bad here this winter. Even Joe Biden himself said there's going to be food shortages. So keep that in mind when you're going to the polls on November 8th. Those are the two things that you're, you're going to be concerned about. Uh, are you going to actually vote for people that destroyed your businesses, destroyed your lives? Now we're looking to mandate a vaccination for kids that don't need it. I mean, my God, vote accordingly. At this point, I'm, I'm almost on board with my dad says, I don't care who you vote for, just as long as you don't vote Democrat. <laughs> Amen to that. But the Democrats weren't necessarily the only ones who were locking people down. Oh, not at all. You know, look at Brian Kemp in Georgia. I mean, he locked people down, and he he that their their red state. You know, for now. Oh, Dewine in Ohio. <laughs> Dewine in Ohio is absolutely shut his whole state down. But yes, gonna, he did. Uh, Brian Kemp is going to win in a landslide victory. That's not even going to be close. I actually have a friend of mine who owns a restaurant in Ohio and the rules and regulations they tried to throw on him. They weren't as bad as um, Michigan, but they had certain hours they were allowed to stay open and it wasn't at peak hours for sure. They lost a bunch of money. I remember him telling me the last quarter of 2020, they were down $200,000 and just think about, 20%, you know, when you go out and tip your bartenders and servers, you know, 20% of that 200 grand, those bartenders and servers didn't get to see. I mean, and that was in a red state. So the, 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 uh, the point I'm getting at is 
You know, the Republicans and Democrats had both locked people down. Some red states were better than others, like Florida didn't do anything. They said, you know what, personal responsibility, which it should have been, period, you know. And we're locked down for a little bit, for a tiny bit. But, you know, DeSantis wasn't having that. And kudos to him for that, really. Uh, like, yeah. I'm really uh, I'm really proud of what he did in Florida, honestly. But, uh, you know, there's 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 so much more to it when it came to those lockdowns. And just like these people kept you from like going to your self-help groups. And as somebody who was an addict, you know, I understand yeah. how important some of those groups can be. And now here we are. In 2022, overdoses and suicide are through the roof. At the last yeah. I saw, they were up 40%. I can imagine it's gotten much worse. Um, Just remember that these people that destroyed your lives and destroyed your businesses and kept your kids out of school and destroyed their learning, they have names, they have addresses, and they'll be on your ballot box in less than two weeks. And so you got to shoe them out. It's The time is now. Got to be fired. The, the, time is, the, the time is now. You know, and I and I and I recently messaged you on Twitter before, you know, because I am a God fearing man. I've, I've never been shy about that. You know, I'm not a huge thumper by all means, but I'm a God fearing man. And I've been praying a lot lately and I've been praying for this nation a lot. Um, Needs it. And 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 one thing that I got through my prayers was a little something from the Bible that states that you reap what you sow. Oh yeah, Galatians. And yeah. I feel there's a reaping coming. These people. I think it's Galatians six nine. That's right. And when yeah, it's a natural law. You know, and we we all reap what we sow, no matter what we do. That's just it, that's just part of life. Now I feel that there's a big reaping coming in the United States when it comes to the government and the people who continually continuously try to hurt us. I feel like they are going to reap what they sow. I don't know if it's going to happen now or in a couple of years, but it's going to happen. And I feel it. I do feel that because I was black um, in a long time before that. And now here I am. I'm like, man, there's a glimmer of hope right now. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I don't know how we make it through another two years of this administration, to be honest with you. Even in, look, I mean, all the metrics point to it, this gigantic, just unbelievable bloodbath of a red wave in November. But we've seen this stuff before. We've seen it reciprocal, uh, reciprocate over and over and over again. <clears throat> There's a, a reckoning that comes. The Republicans take the House and the Senate and then do what? Absolutely nothing. Well, nothing will get done because all they're going to do is fight with the Democrats the whole time. So literally nothing will get done. And no, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. Now, with all that being said with the Republicans and Democrats and the lockdowns, how would libertarians would have handled that situation? Uh, well, I mean, you're, you're really talking about two different factions of libertarians now because during the COVID tyranny, we had the old guard in the Libertarian Party, and they were absolutely freaking awful. They were terrible with COVID. They were literally putting out messaging talking about uh, it, it's your responsibility to be safe and, and quarantine and get vaccinated. Like, what are you talking about? Now the Meekocks are taking over. Mises is much better when it comes to this kind of messaging and stuff like that. I know a lot of people don't like the Mises caucus for various reasons. They are a hot nail sometimes, and that's okay. <clears throat> but we need to be an absolute megaphone for this stuff and say, absolutely not. No chance. You vote me in office if you're running as a libertarian. There should be a handful of things that you run on. And thank God that the CDC just, uh, I, I said it in a tweet. If you're running for state office, the CDC just handed you an absolute freaking gym. You must, you are mandated to run on the fact that you will not allow your state to mandate COVID vaccinations for your children. Absolutely not. Be loud about it. Absolutely. Libertarians should be absolutely loud about parental rights. When it comes to education and what their children learn in school, that is a major platform right now. If you don't believe me, look at what just happened in Virginia with uh, uh, the Republican that won there. What, like the first time in a, in 12 years or something crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the lieutenant uh, governor, 
Winsome Sears, who I love. She yeah, me is too. Great. She yeah, uh big... and and let's let's pull this back a little bit because when when they got elected or whatever, that was a big deal because Virginia was a, a blue state. And so these Republicans took over, and now all of a sudden they have a black woman as lieutenant governor taking pictures with ARs. You know yeah. what I mean? And then Former Marine completely slaughtered her as a white supremacist. And I'm like, yes. What? Same thing with the same thing with uh, I, I, I forget her name. Maybe is is it Maya Gonzalez? Something like that. She's a, a Mexican-born Republican. I think I'm. I think Texas. I'm a little lost on that one, but fill me in. But she's literally like the first congresswoman. I think she's a congresswoman uh, of Hispanic heritage. And they just completely shut her out just because she's Republican. It's so crazy. This is what, I don't even get why we're even riding this fence and talking about which party is worse. We know which party's worse. That's evident. Okay, look, call a spade a spade. That's the Democrats right. are by a far and away worse than the Republicans. Republicans are still terrible. Okay, they're you can spineless say and so gutless. Bad. They have no backbone, no gutless. And at worst, they're they're complicit with the Democrats and in stripping individual liberty. But look, I'll say this: at least the Democrats aren't shy about telling you who they are. We know exactly who they are. Look at what's happened the last two plus years. They're pro-fascist. They're pro-authoritarian. They're pro-tyrant. They're anti-individual liberty. And what, for me, what makes the Republicans worse in this manner is that. They say they're pro freedom, pro liberty, and all that stuff, but they're lying because they're not. They just chip away at this stuff slower than the Democrats. But right now, we can't mistake what's happening. There are some actual liberty loving Republicans running all over the place. Now, when they win, which they will in November, we'll see what they do with it. Right. right. But I, I, their messaging has been pretty good for some of them. Um, I think. You've got one running in Michigan, Tudor something or another. Yeah, Tudor She's the one Dixon. I'm concerned about. Tudor Dixon, thank you. Now, I think I hope she takes Whitmer down because Whitmer, like we've talked about, uh, I can't stand her. I think she deserves nothing less than a prison sentence. So I don't care okay. if you vote in a freaking rabbit in Michigan. Get rid of Whitmer, okay? That has to go. That has to go. But Tudor is one that I'm eyeballing that I just ran across She's one that I'm scared of, one of those Republicans that's going to talk that good game. Like we say all the time, Republicans love to campaign like libertarians, and then they govern like Democrats. I'm concerned with her about that. She is very much a big government poll rider, big time. Oh, yeah. um, I've done my thing. I, she actually blocked me on Twitter. I am blocked by Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Um, okay. Not like what I had to say um, or whoever runs her you know, social media or whatever, Twitter account, yeah. what I had to say. And I won't get into that too much right now, but it was very colorful to say the least, if anybody knows. (laughs) And, uh, but no, she is a big government poll rider. I like what she's saying about education to a point, but no matter what, they're, neither of them are talking about what I want to hear as a Michigan resident. And I want to hear decentralization and nullification, and none of them are talking about it. No, because they love centralized government. You know, nah. like none of them are talking about it. And that's that's where they kind of lose me. And that's where, like, I'm kind of throwing a campaign thing in here, like right in Sean Collins. And people are doing it. People are going to. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm going to take votes from them because I don't agree. Good. I really don't Good. agree with what I especially Gretchen Whitmer. You know, we do have a libertarian running here. Mary Bazuma or Bazuma or something like that. I'm not a fan. I tried to reach out at one point. Um, long story short, the publicist or whoever runs the show for her, um, said some things to me that I didn't really care for. So I'm, I'm, I'm bowing out and I'm writing myself in and anybody who wants to feel free to do it because (laughs) I'd be about decentralization from everything. It would go down to state level, to county level, to city level, town level, whatever, however you want to run your area, go for it. You know, yeah, I say, I say, here's here's a white pill for everyone out there. Hopefully, and this is just me talking. It's just it's just me dreaming, right? I say, let the Democrats go full psychopath like they have been. Let them. 
because everybody's saying, no, we're not doing that. We're not trans in the kids. Get the f- out of here with that. We're not locking down anymore. We're not taking guns away. So let them go full psychopath and knock them out the picture. Let the DNC just destroy itself as it's doing. It's eating itself a lot. And let the libertarians and the Republicans take over. And then we can battle it out with the Republicans. And I like our odds with that, especially if it's too. just the two of us. I do too, because Republicans have obviously shown that they have no backbone. And libertarians None. literally walk all over them. They would. They. That's I mean, the we did. And yeah, that, we've seen it in the debate stages with uh, with Chase Oliver with the Senate race in Georgia, and with Brian Kemp in the governor race in Georgia. Both of those vi- those those debates went viral for the libertarians because neither Republicans or Democrats can stand on the same stage with us and compete with our ideas. They cannot win in the battlefield of ideas when it comes when it stands up against libertarianism. Full stop. It just won't. So knock the Democrats out, throw them in the trash, let it completely burn down to the ground. And let the libertarians and the republicans battle it out we win eventually it's a long play right it's a long play but let's get it done because we have to have some sort of long game while we focus on the short game because make no mistake our, we're falling apart real bad and it doesn't matter who takes over come 10 days we've still got a whirlwind of consequences to face economically and uh and just individually as a country and as people here you got that right now that being said I'm going to move on to the next thing that the United States government does not want you to acknowledge at all. And that's the reckless spending. They don't want to talk about that at all. And obviously the Democrats have shown what they're going to do with the spending because they will not stop spending money. They will not stop printing money. (laughs) They just approved another 50 billion to go to Ukraine for fuck's sake. Somebody, Somebody asked me and said, do you have a list of names of the people of the Republicans that voted to send money to Ukraine. And somebody responded to their tweet in my thread with a list of Republicans that didn't. And they were like, oh, well, this is a much easier metric to gauge. So when you're talking about reckless spending, we have to include the Republicans in that because there's barely a handful that voted against sending billions of dollars to a corrupt foreign government while we're struggling with record high inflation and stop saying uh 40 this is a record high inflation in 40 years no that's a blatant lie it's record it inflation. the highest it's ever been ever, ever been in the history of the united states gas prices materials everything yep. Yep, everything is as high as it's ever, ever, ever been in history. And you got the Republicans to thank for that. And they don't want to acknowledge it. They don't want to acknowledge it at all. And here the GOP is on Twitter and the GOP is so ridiculous. And they're like, Biden spending, Biden spending, Biden spending. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. What did the last two Republicans do while they were in office? Donald Trump and George Bush. Who, who, who is in office in 2020? Donald Trump. Who spent three trillion dollars alone in 2020? We that spent just, more money in 2020 than ever, even including the Biden administration. We spent more money in 2020 than we ever did, and I don't want to hear any freaking excuses as to why. None. You have no excuses. There is no reasoning with that. Y'all did that, and I don't care. You should have never went along with locking people down. Never. Period. Never. You wouldn't have to spend that money if you locked it down. So that is not a valid excuse. Sorry. It's crazy. And then just yesterday, you know, Biden's up on, on Twitter, and I totally called him out. And, and, and Biden never answers me. I wish he would because I want him to so bad. And I know I'm not important. That's fine. But I do call him out, and I hope people see it. And he call, he's out there saying that Republicans are physically reckless. <laughs> it's amazing, man. The you know, like, just are you serious level. right now? Like, I mean, the gaslighting is next level. Pot like, calling they, they the really kettle black or what? Yeah, they really do think that they're going to get away with this stuff. Because I, I heard, um, I forget who I was listening to, and they said that at this point, the Democrats are in such a tailspin that their only messaging is to their core base because that's how terrified they are. So when you see Joe Biden talking about that kind of stuff, he's literally just preaching to his to his own choir in hopes that they don't hemorrhage core voters, core Democrat voters. That's how bad off it is. That's why you see these gaslit twits like that. It's so ridiculous. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, 
libertarians kind of one of our like major things is being physically responsible. Like we're, we're responsible with money. If we don't have it, we're not going to spend it. And we're going to take but, care of our own people before we take care of somebody else. It's like the people, thing where the saying, take care of your immediate family before you take yeah. care of anybody else. They're not yeah. taking care of the, the their immediate family here right now. There's but you can't help problems. anybody if you're not helping yourself. Exactly. But this is part of their plan. I mean, it's, you know, this, all this shit's biblical. I mean, I, not to keep going back to religion and whatnot, but I mean, if you read it is, Revelations or whatever. It's all I in mean, there. It's all there. <laughs> I mean, it's a prophecy. It's there. Even Nostradamus and the and the Mayans have predicted this or prophesized this, you know. And yep. so, I mean, they they want to destroy the dollar. That is the ultimate plan to they go have to. to the one world currency, one world yeah. government, which they just linked up with Ethereum. Which, am I correct? I don't. I didn't hear that, but I know that the World Economic Forum. I heard this lady say it. With my own ears, she was speaking at the World Economic Forum. She was an American as well. And she said, um, the West is on the brink of a digital dollar. And she was bragging about this, right? So she was literally saying this stuff out loud as if it was a good thing. And I'm telling you, I heard it with my own ears, y'all. This isn't fake news. This isn't hyperbole. I heard it with my own ears. She was bragging about the West being on the brink of a digital dollar. And they will be able to track every transaction within the economy. Let me say that again. She said verbatim, they will be able to track every transaction in the economy. If the money isn't free, then the people aren't free. How does that make you feel, ladies and gentlemen? Because that's extremely scary. That means you Very. are not in charge of your money, which we aren't anyways because of the Federal Reserve. But you go to a digital currency like that, they can shut you down at any point if they if they, look what they, if they please. Look what they did look what they just did to Kanye West. He's a billionaire. These people are sacrificing their own profits to make a point. That should scare the ever-loving bejesus out of everyone. Look what they did to Kanye West. And like when I had Spike on my show a couple of months ago or last month or something, well, I, I have him on quite frequently. Um, where, where, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, we talked about them doing it to Putin. The, th the world's third largest military with 6,000 plus nukes. The world banking system cut them off. Now, that's going to make me segue into this because that's another thing that the the wonderful duopoly does not want to acknowledge whatsoever. We are uh, on the verge of a very, very, very ugly war. Not that uh, all wars are ugly, but this this could get very ugly. I don't think people understand. You mess with Russia, millions of people die. I'm talking millions. We're not talking a few thousand. We're talking millions. They got nukes. Putin means business. He has done everything that he said he was going to do thus far. And he said, if you keep fucking with me, excuse my language, but if you keep fucking with me, I'm going to start launching off nukes. I would take him serious. And yet the United States government keeps sending billions of dollars to we Ukraine. We got people on the ground there. What was that? Well, we're, in, we're in the middle of that war. We're there. there it's there. We're there. We got people on the ground in Ukraine. We have in, we're sending the uh, Ukraine intelligence, money, weapons, and we have literally special ops on the ground in Ukraine. We're in this war, and when you say pe millions of people may die, no, millions of Europeans are going to die this Million. winter. They're going to freeze to death because uh, whoever blew up that pipeline cut off energy to uh, most of uh, Eastern Europe, I think. What are you talking about, Nord Stream or Nord Stream? Yeah, the Nord Stream pipe. Yeah, the two pipelines. Yep. Yeah, Biden blew that up. Nothing to see here. Man, no doubt about. It. I mean, like, <laughs> it's crazy to me. I. It's funny to listen because I listen to Glenn Beck every day. Like, that's my guilty pleasure. I, I really think that he wants to try to discover the truth. He's not just some GOP simp like the rest of. Like Sean Hannity makes me throw up in my mouth. I can't stomach oh my God, one minute of that guy. The the dudes that took over Rush Limbaugh, same thing, man. They're nauseatingly terrible. Glenn Beck, not. Uh, he has Michael Malice on the show every freaking week. He has okay. Matt Kibbe. He had Matt Kibbe on the show this week. Uh, he he plat he's got Eric July on the blaze. He platforms a lot of libertarians and in a major way. But uh, it's so funny to me, it, and it's maddening because you hear somebody with such a major global impact, his voice resonates throughout the world with millions and millions of people. 
saying that he honestly just couldn't believe that the U.S. government would be so evil to blow up that pipeline. I'm like, bruh, have you not been paying attention? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, our government is that evil. Absolutely. <clears throat> Unreal, man. It's 2022, <laughs> people. You cannot afford to be this naive. You just can't. I mean, we're staring down the barrel of a nuclear World War III. And in my opinion, we're already in World War III. Even the Pope said we're already in World War III. Not that you should take his, um, you know, anything he said, but with a grain of salt, because he's just a... Uh, a figurehead for the World Economic Forum and globalism. But like you were saying earlier, in order to get to that one world government, they must destroy the dollar. And I want to say this too, get back to the nuclear war, but at, the, at its heart, at its core, libertarianism is a, an economic ideology. At its heart, that's where we thrive at. First and foremost is the economy. So we talk so much about Austrian economics. That's okay? right. And we have, to do, we have to harp on that. We have to stay on that. While can also fighting the culture war, we have to stay true to our economic apparatus and our belief system because at the end of everything is the economy. And that's what gets people either prosperous, rich, or poor and starving to death. So we must stay on that. And it, when you're talking about what's happening in, in Russia right now, uh, it's, it's really unfathomable. It's, it, it, it literally, war is supposed to be the one thing that our government has to have the, the U.S. consent on. Because if they don't, we could literally change the world just by protesting. And what they're doing right now is just unfathomable because they, they're not listening to us at all. No, everyone, the vast majority, no, they don't care. The vast majority of us are like, you have to stop this. You have to stop it now. You're sending billions and billions and billions of our taxpayer dollars across the sea when we're struggling. Why? And you're stoking a war. You're stoking this war that eventually is going to pouring that to gasoline nuclear. all over the fire. They're just pouring it, man. And don't care. And laughing at us and spitting in our face while they do it. And there's people that are backing this up. There's a lot of people on the left side uh, that are like gung-ho about war. And let me tell it you something amazing. about this, lefties, ladies and gentlemen. If you are pro-war, seriously, if you really want a war with Russia, please feel free to suit up. Suit up yeah, and go do it's that war. Go for it. Knock yourselves go. out. You'll never make it back. No, no. Go for it. Go for it. Go uh, for it. If you are if you are pro sending money and weapons to Ukraine, you are pro war. Full stop. Yep. There is no gray area. There's no middle ground here. If you are saying yes, we should keep sending money and weapons and intelligence and whatever God else knows to Ukraine, then you are pro war. And it's amazing to me to watch libertarians backing this stuff and making excuses and I, 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 Putin, 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 Putin and I don't care, that's not our we are not the world's police we are this not. is Ukraine's problem this is Europe's problem we should not be involved and not only are we involved, we're throwing gas all over the fire which by the way, ladies and gentlemen the people that will vote to actually go into full-blown war the Congress and the Senate and all those people who be like, yeah, go ahead. Let's not forget this. And I'm going to take a page from Michael White right here and everybody else who's been saying it for the last couple of years. These are the same people who went to war in the Middle East and went to fucking Afghanistan for 20 years, for 20 years, spent trillions of dollars or thousands of lives lost to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. <laughs> the Taliban. And yeah. you want to go to war with Russia? Like what? It's, it's crazy. Like that's not going to last another 20 years and millions of lives at that point. I mean, these are the things that, that they don't want you to acknowledge at this midterm. But these are very important issues at this very point. I mean, I don't know what to tell Extremely. them. This is a big deal. And nobody is really wanting to acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge it. And libertarians wouldn't have this. We wouldn't even no. be dealing with this. We would have pulled our ass out of Europe. We'd pull our asses out of the Middle East, stop bombing Syria, stop bombing Yemen, stop bombing everybody, mind your business and take care of your own. It's, it's absolutely wild. These people just never learn. And there's uh, our own citizenry keeps getting duped by these freaking warmongering politicians. Like, what are you people? Are you are you this naive? Are you this stupid? 
Like we just did 20 years in Afghanistan. What do you think's about to happen in Ukraine? What do you think Putin's gonna run with his tail tucked between his legs? Absolutely not. He's going to be blowing off nukes like a motherfucker, man. Yeah, he's gonna win this war. He is dead set on dragging us into it, and we're playing along with it. It's just, it's crazy to me. Like, if you can't see this by now, and it's wild to watch all these people that were supposed to be principled uh, anti-war liberals. Which, well, you know, we fight alongside with, man. Like, yes, you are an ally. Anti-war, yes, let's do this. Completely flip-flop and just be pro-war. It is amazing to watch in real time. These people have absolutely no principles whatsoever. I mean, pro-war is usually a neocon thing, you know? Exactly. It used to many be. Years. I, I loved it. When we first went to war with Iraq, I was all gung-ho about it. I'm like, yeah, we're going to kill all these terrorists. Little did I know until I started researching on my own. You know, the first time, I, yeah, the first time I voted was for George W. Bush because of nine eleven. And then the 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 immediate minute that we stepped foot in Iraq, I was like, "Wait, no, no, what are you doing? We're not supposed to be there. You're just supposed to go get the guys that blew up all you know three thousand people. That's it. You're just looking for a handful of guys, and then all of a sudden we're in a full blown war in Iraq. I was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm out." Looking for weapons of mass destruction, which weren't there. The the same people that are telling you that Ukraine isn't corrupt and that we're over there doing the right thing. uh, Yeah, those are the same people that told you there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. That didn't happen. They were the same ones that said the Taliban wouldn't take over Afghanistan after we leave. Well, that happened. These are the same people that habitually continue to lie to you so that they can get insider trading into Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and all these other warmongering uh, private companies. That's it. And you keep falling for it. It's unbelievably maddening. What are you doing? I, I have no words for it. I like it. I don't either, man. Is, it's too it's too Orwellian. Please make Orwell fiction again. Like yeah, this is too 1984 crazy. for me. But let's move on to something that we kind of touched on, but we didn't go completely into it. But the other thing they don't want to acknowledge in this midterm is the record inflation. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about the rising prices of literally everything. Everything. Nope. nope. And did you see what, um, did you see what the, the Saudi said? I mean, this, this is getting real. Like we, we are literally seconds away from a hot war, war three. Uh, Joe Biden goes to the Saudis and says, Hey, can you not hike up the prices and stop the production for a month? Just yeah. so that they can win during the midterms. And he threatened he literally a quid pro quo with they freaking impeach Trump over. Joe Biden just did it with the Saudis and nobody bats an eye just so that he can try to get the Democrats to win so that inflation doesn't look so bad in a couple of weeks. And what did and the, the Saudis, Saudis gave double That's middle what finger? Said. That's what... Not only did <laughs> they give him the double middle finger, they told everybody the entire world. Oh, yeah, Joe they did. did. Good. Good for them. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. And it's also terrifying. But nobody honest. wants to they're they don't want to acknowledge the fact that that they're literally like the Democrats are always trying to say, hey, we're for the working class and for the poor, but they're literally fucking killing us. They're killing us. Yep. I am middle class and I live right next to poor. I'm not far from Detroit. I see what poor is. They're killing these people. Yep. They're killing people like yep. me. I'm barely making it right now. I own a business. I'm scraping by. It's not like, I, you know, owning this business isn't a fucking glorious thing. I'm a painter all by myself. The price of materials, right. just the roof. materials alone have gone up 30%. 30%. People don't want to talk about this. It's about to get worse. I got to pass that along to my worse. clients. It's costing me work. Yep. The rise of everything has, for, the rise of gas prices and food and, and everything else has forced me to raise my prices on labor, which is costing me work. Yep. It's crazy, man. It's like, about, it's about to get a whole lot worse. And it's amazing to me that people don't understand this. You, it, it, the, again, I just keep going. I guess it's just naivety and, and ignorance, but you can't afford to be either of those things in 2022. A lot of this stuff has been being held back with like this paper thin dam just for the midterms. Wait until January. This is about to hit the fan, and it's going to hit it hard. It's going to be real. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely without a doubt. And and with that being said, you know, the inflation has gotten so bad that like people can't even get to work because they can't afford the gas to get to work or they have to choose between gas and food. Yep. And nobody's and that, both are about to get worse. It's really crazy. Both are about to get worse. A lot of people don't know this too, that the, all this summer we've been, uh, the, the food that you're buying from the grocery stores, that's all last year's harvest. Come this winter, when you got to start harvesting this year's crops, when the government has slashed farming to it, it just completely gutted it. And blown them up you here, aren't gonna, some, some of you aren't even going to have to worry about inflation when it comes to groceries because there just won't be any food on the shelf. It's about to get really, really bad. And re I hate to be the sky, chicken little skull, you know, sky is falling. But uh, I've been saying this for, you know, a year now or more. Like, just wait. The chickens are going to come home to roost, and we're about to have that roost, and it's going to be this winter. The months between December and March are about to be extremely ugly, real bad. Now that and no red wave is going to save it. No, there's no a red no. wave is not going to save you no, from this. I promise. Not. I promise it's you, not it's not because they don't believe in Austrian <laughs> economics either. Nope. They're just as big government as the Democrats. That's the one thing that people get misconstrued is that, oh, the Republicans are about small government. Noel. Not at all. Let me ask you a question, dog. Howie. When have the Republicans ever limited or shrunk the size of government ever? Never. Never. Unless you're talking about on a local level. If you're talking about on a federal level, never. Never have they ever. And they never will. No, nope. because both sides keep combating each other with just bigger government. They they point to their base and they say, "Look at all these problems." And the base says, "Yeah, all those are problems." And then their answer is, "Well, let's let the government deal with it instead of just, you know, uh, reducing the size and scope of, of these of litigation and or I'm sorry, legislation and slashing government programs and spending." They're not going to do that. They're just not. They're just going to keep piling on top of it. Just like I know a lot of people that are huge Ron DeSantis fans, but he's just as guilty. You know, this uh, the, with the left called Don't Say Gay Bill, right? I love pointing to this. It's just a parental rights bill. Actually, actually it was, a, it was a, a good bill for a bill, but you didn't need it. You did not need that whatsoever. All they had to do was give school choice. And the only way to give school choice is to slash legislation and just open it up. Just open it up and get out of the way. What did he do instead? Nope. Let's pile laws on top of laws. Well, that is the same thing with like when we're on the inflation issue, like how are the Democrats combating inflation right now? <laughs> They're not. They're growing. With the it. reduction inflation like act, which is yeah, costing it's more increasing money. Inflation. <laughs> it's increasing inflation. <laughs> it's remarkable. It's Orwellian to say the least. I mean, I know we've been throwing that term around for two plus years, but it really needs to resonate with people. If you haven't read the book 1984, go read it. If you haven't read Brave New World, go read it. If you haven't read uh, Animal Farm, Rules for Radicals, Animal Farm, read it. Uh, Rules for Radicals, Sostolinsky, read it. They're literally just stealing. They, they, they took all these books and decided to make them a DIY project. It's supposed to be a warning of what not to do. And right. like, oh, that seems like a really good idea. It's insanity. Not, but the 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 insanity of the whole thing is like, you know, let's call a spade a spade. We are in this uh, recession and inflation issue because of government spending, but yeah. yet they still want to print trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions more dollars. Like it's going to fix it. it. The Inflation Reduction Act is a, a money printing galore. How is that going to fix inflation? It's not. It's, it's only going to make it much worse. Like, ladies and gentlemen, wake up, open your eyes, you know, get 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 hip to uh, Austrian economics. And if you're not hip to it, you know, in layman's terms, Austrian economics is literally just getting the cancer out of the free market. And the cancer is the federal government. Yep. Let the free yep. market cut it out. Free market. For cut the cancer out. out and replace it with nothing. That's you right. Know, That's just... right. Now let's go from inflation to the other thing that the uh, duopoly assets do not want to acknowledge is education. Oh yeah, Big education. Deal. There's two million less kids 
enrolled in government-run schools right now. And actually, two million and two because Bubba the Mouth just yanked his kids out of school. Both his kids. Are gone. <laughs> he said absolutely not because they're starting to throw around that shop mandate on the schools here in Michigan. Amazing, oh. amazing. If you thought if you thought there was a mass exodus of uh, parents yanking their kids out of schools because they were learning with their kids, they were seeing what their kids were learning during COVID lockdowns. Mandate the back shot. Go for it. Go for it. Now I tell you what, if you're uh, if you're a teacher in one of these states, if you're school staff, I would go ahead and suggest you start researching how to go and uh, apply for unemployment because you're about to get rocked if you mandate this shot for kids. Unbelievable. Not only that, but for teachers that are not on board with this and want out, we can go to a pod system and I could gladly build, build yes, pods. I will gladly build pods. I will do it for next to nothing just out of the sake for children. Just pay me a little bit for my time and doing it. I can do it. I'll make you a pod. You can teach kids there. It would be amazing. Education yep. would be between the, the teachers, students, and parents only, which what libertarians are all about is decentralization and decentralizing education from the United States government and giving like literally giving the power of education to teachers, students, and parents and 100% the middleman out, you know, and yeah. that's, that's 100%. the preaching on the show is decentralization. I'm for it, 100% in on decentralization and nullification. It has to happen. We will never know peace as a nation until then, you know? No, yeah, yeah. and it, it, one thing to always keep in mind is that um, the government is never going to teach you how to take away their power. That's why they want your kids never. in public education, so that they can funnel the info into them that they want funneled into them. That's why they see homeschooling as such a threat is because they no longer have control over the information of children in the next generation when they're being yanked out and being homeschooled. Don't be afraid to homeschool. A lot of, I hear this all the time. I do have some sympathy for you, okay? Well, we can't do that. We can't afford it, blah, blah, blah. Look, sacrifices have to be made. They have to be made. If you have to live on a poorer scale just so that your kids aren't being indoctrinated by the government public schools, then so be it. That's what we do. Amen. We live poorer. We live uh, less than just so that our kids don't have to go to school. That's a sacrifice that we deem worthy to make for our children and for the next generation of this country. And I'm sorry, sacrifices have to be made because freedom isn't free, as the Republicans like to say. That's you right. Know, it, it is. You have to make some sacrifices and get your kids at school, homeschool them, private school them, charter school them, pod school. That is something that I've been talking about for a long time. You give me a teacher, I'll take Miss Jane down the street who's going to cap her class at five to ten students, and the, me and all the other parents and the teacher sit down and decide on what the curriculum is, and you give me my tax money back, and it will pay Miss Jane down the street to teach my kids. That's right. And that's a, another thing that, you know, libertarians love is the voucher system right now. Absolutely. And what they're doing in Arizona is a big deal. And what that is, the voucher system is what the, is what the, the state gets per child for money. They give to the parents for the parents to choose the type of education they want for their yep. children. If they want to leave them in public schools, knock yourself out. But if you want to homeschool or private school, Great. You know, even better. Now you homeschool your children. What yep. is something, what are some uh, tips and advice you could give to people who are entertaining this, but worried about it? Right. So it's going to be, that's going to differ with age groups. Okay. So the, our homeschool kids are five, I'm sorry, six and three. Okay. So we're at the beginning stages. So for simple math, addition and subtraction, flashcards are still absolutely amazing. Don't discredit them. They work like gangbusters. Also for spelling in English and language, flashcards are great. Uh, when it comes to history and government and, and social studies and stuff like that, we bought the entire set of Tuttle Twins book. And we're about to start getting into that. Now, once, uh, once my son, who is six, he gets to be about eight or nine, we're going to buy the Ron Paul um homeschooling 
education system. Yes. And that's all you'll need to hear. That's it. That's all you'll need from there. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And people like so many people right now are on the cusp. And it's not only because of the indoctrination, like the school shootings scare people. You know, we had one here in Michigan, you know, Oxford School. Yeah, yeah, I heard. You know, that was that was crazy. The kid is getting sense. The guy who did the shooting and his parents are getting sentenced here pretty quick. It's happening right now as we speak. Um, but one thing that the government hasn't done, whether it be federal or state, when it comes to government run schools is. Especially here in Michigan, because in or anywhere I want, I'm all for protecting the children. When I'm talking about protecting kids and, and educating children, I don't have kids. I don't have an agenda. I just want to see the future do better when I talk about right. things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am very unbiased when it comes to this. But they've done nothing. School shootings mm-hmm. have been ha- happening for decades. There's, they've done nothing, literally nothing since these things have started happening. And they're becoming more and more common. And it's- Yeah, well, they just want to ban the-, the- yeah, they just want to ban the scary piece of metal, and that ain't the answer. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the answer. Those those assault weapons that are so bad, and what the hell is an assault weapon, anyways? I've never heard it of that. It doesn't exist. Right? It's not. It's not a thing. Only it people is. can assault people. But AR stands for assault rifle. <laughs> Armalite rifle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. With jokes, man. But seriously, this is what these people believe, and all I'm going to say to you right now is. If you're worried about bad people doing bad things, stack up, buy guns, educate yourself and train. Seriously, folks, ladies and gentlemen, who's going to protect your kids at school? They they have yet to put any metal detectors in there, which I know that's kind of crazy to, you know, it sounds crazy. Put metal detectors in school. What else are you going to do? Well, there's plenty of people that will gladly. Or armed guards. Volunteer. Yeah. Armed guards. Or both. Glad. Yep. We saw, you just saw the, um, there was a school shooting in St. Louis where only, I think only two people died and seven people were injured because there was security on site. The police got there. The, the police response was four minutes and they took out the shooter. This isn't, this isn't difficult. You arm people and armed society is a polite society. If people are scared that they're going to walk into a place and get shot in the face, you know what they're not going to do is walk in the place and take a chance of being shot in the face. That's right. You know, if, if there's armed guards at a school somewhere, right, it's going to be a fuck around and find out situation. You come in that school, Absolutely. you're going to get your fucking top blown off, period. Yeah. Period. And and rightfully so. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not for murder. I'm not a pro-killing person or anything. But what I am pro is defending yourself and your life becomes more important than that bad guy's life at any given moment. I don't care. Like yeah, protecting children, like it's crazy. And it's so funny that the left will be like, the left's so funny about this stuff. We are pro women's rights, but we are anti-gun. <laughs> You're anti-woman then. What? Those two things are conflicting. They're mutually exclusive. If you're anti-gun, then you are anti-woman. Like, do you want these women to protect themselves and defend themselves with a spatula and no. a dildo? Is that what you're trying they to weren't. do? Because guess what, folks? That's not how this works. Women need to protect themselves. Everybody yeah, a gun is a great equalizer. I mean, no. it's so crazy. And 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 that's another thing that I want to go into is rights. Now, the Democrats have obviously shown they don't really give a hot mammy fuck about our rights. They no, want they to, hate rights. They want, to, they want to own you, period. They don't want you to defend yourself. That's for sure. They're like, guns are bad. Don't have them. We're going to take them from you. In layman's terms, really, you know, now Republicans will be like, and a lot of Republican voters will be like, hey, we vote Republican because uh, they're pro-Second Amendment. Are they? Because what just happened this this year with the the 10 Republicans that signed the bill for more gun control? Conservatives are just, Republicans are just Democrats going to speed limit. That's all that is. You know, yeah, you, you vote Democrat, they'll take away your guns tomorrow. Vote, vote Republican, wait five years, they'll just take them in. Right? That's kind of funny you say that. I just had a client, I was painting his house, and he's a huge Trumper. He had his signs everywhere or whatever, and I just kept my mouth shut <laughs> or whatever, you know, because I'm, I'm business. Business is business. If you want to talk about it, that's fine. I'm not yeah. going to steer clear from it. I'm not going to bring it up either. 
But uh, anyhow, he had made an interesting statement that you just kind of touched on. And he's like, Democrats aren't Democrats anymore. They're full-blown communists. And the Republicans are the Democrats, are what Democrats used to be. Not Democrats now. They're what Democrats used to be. So like, really in theory, the duopoly in, in, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for in, in, in a term has died because Democrats aren't Democrats anymore. And it's a uniparty, you know, it's a uniparty yep. at this point, which is kind of crazy, but you know, they continuously want to strip a little bit of Liberty here and a little bit of Liberty there. And it's always in the name of safety. It's always in yep. the name of safety. That's the only I, way government grows is through fear. But without liberty, you're not safe. No. That's just how it goes. And it's crazy that people will be like, well, my side cares about rights more than yours. They really don't. Now, no. you, you you vote gold, it's all your rights all the time. No matter what, you have your rights. You know, you know how to best protect yourself. You know how to best run your business. You know best how to run your life. You know how to, your health, everything. Yep. That's the good thing about having libertarians having a voice and being on the debate stage because we wipe out the Democrats and trash that party because they're gone. Psychopaths. And then you have libertarians and Republicans. And even if the Republicans get in, they now have to be better because if they don't, then we'll just fire them and vote in the libertarians. So libertarians are going to make the other two parties better anytime their presence is being heard and felt. They were for it's a free market idea, right? If if you're not doing what the people want and they see another option that's better, well then they're gonna go to that option. So what does the first option do? Well, I need to get better so I can retain that customer again. So what you're saying is we need competition in the government. That's like right. we need competition in the free market and everything else. Competition makes yep. things better, competition makes things cheaper. You know, it's crazy yep. to think that monopolies take over and people are okay with it blindly. Like they don't know that the monopoly is taking over. They're like, Hey, cool. My side just took over, but really they're just monopolizing the market no matter what it's kind of what. Yeah. We'll see it. We'll see it unfold in real time over the next eight months. Republicans are about to just absolutely, you know, bloodbath wash the Democrats in these midterms. And then you'll see exactly what you're voting for. And then when nothing changes, You'll know. Period. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. I'm a big classic rock fan. And the who <laughs> we won't get fooled again, or we don't get fooled again. Like they they were talking about this stuff back in the 70s. You know, the parting on the left is now parting on the right. You know, they, yep. they knew what was up back then. This has been going on for decades. Just people are now starting to wake up. Now all they'll do when, when the Republicans get in, this will be the narrative over the next year. Well, what did you want us to do? What could we do? The Democrats did all this, and we still have a Democrat president. That'll be the excuses you hear from all these Republicans. Because they refuse to fight. Nobody wants to fight for us anymore. They fight for themselves. They fight for their friends and their money. That's it. It's it's crazy. Now, the last one I want to get into is healthcare, which is another thing they don't want to acknowledge. Our healthcare system is a disaster. Oh, it's broken. It is broken. It's broken. Um, I literally just finished a job for a surgeon. Uh, I just painted her house. Um, super cool lady. We actually did a lot of talking about stuff, you know, like we're nice. talking about right now. Very cool lady. I don't know what side of the fence she's on. I don't care. She knows what side of the fence I'm on, but we agreed a lot on a lot of different things. <clears throat> um, but what I'm getting at is there's shortages in healthcare. There's not enough surgeons. There's not enough nurses. There's not enough materials. This surgeon is also in sales to sell certain products to hospitals that, and she doesn't have said things to perform certain surgeries, which is keeping people on the back burner in pain or in in dire need of something. It's part of the supply chain crisis. That's about to people, people, Tend to, for whatever reason, I think you bring up a good point throughout the entire show. It's something that the government doesn't want you to be focusing on. They don't want you to look at that we still have an absolute major supply chain crisis. And there's a few industries that hurt real bad from that. Healthcare being one of them. Um, 
farming being another one, groceries in general. The supply chain crisis is about is about to bottleneck on us, and it's about to get real ugly. Uh, there's not much you can do with the healthcare system because once they did um, the Affordable Health Care Act, ACA, Obamacare, it gutted the healthcare industry. There's so many doctors, nurses uh, that quit because that law is just absolutely atrocious. And it really was, we were already trending in a horrible direction. Obamacare was the nail in the, you know, final nail in the coffin. And then you take, add on top of that, the COVID mandate that's still in effect for healthcare workers. It's, it's, it's ruined. There's nothing you could do about it. It's crazy, which is another reason I'm going to throw the libertarians in there is because we want to decentralize healthcare. Yep. Decentralization is key. Get the government out of the way. And for you ladies who are worried about your vaginas, your vaginas will be decentralized straight up under libertarian <laughs> rule, you know, you know, and everybody has a right to feel how they feel about said issue. Okay. But libertarians believe in decentralization. Your vaginas will be decentralized. Okay. The federal government won't be in the doctor's office anymore to tell you what to do with your body or, or anything else. Okay. Now in layman's terms, that means that you can still have abortions without the communism. I mean, that, mm -hmm. you know, that's just what it is. And I know it's a touchy issue for everyone. And it's, it is, it's a touchy issue for me. It's a touchy issue for women, especially, but seriously, the government won't be in the doctor's office anymore at all period under libertarian rule. You know, the first thing you want the first thing you want to look at with the healthcare industry is, is a great giant step in the right direction. I think there's 13 states that abolished their certificate of need laws, which basically uh, you have to go to the state government and ask for permission to practice medicine in the state. And they'll go to all the other, other hospitals that they've already monopolized and ask them if they want you to, if they want to allow this other practitioner to practice in their state, they can vote yes or no on it. It's absolutely completely corrupt. Get rid of that. If somebody wants to practice medicine, they have all of the credentials, that should be it. Full stop. And all 13 of those states have the best health care in the country. Wow. What what states? Like, just a couple offhand. I, I, I can't remember. I think South Carolina is one. Um, I'm pretty sure South Carolina is one. I need to look into it. I never actually looked into which states it was. But uh, there's a good buddy of mine, uh, Jason Lyon, the Bearded Truth, uh, Mr. Merka. He, uh, he's big on this. He taught me a lot about it. And he's in South Carolina. So is Spike. I'm pretty sure South Carolina is one state that doesn't have certificate of need laws. He knows a bunch about this. Even though I'm a former medical practitioner, it's uh, something that I need to look further into. But get rid of that immediately. Again, they're called certificate of need laws. Get Look into it. It's disgusting monopoly yet again. This isn't capitalism. Capitalism has not ruined healthcare. Monopolies in government has. No, that's not capitalism at all. Capitalism is a free market, but how is a free market free when the United States government has their grimy dick beaters and every single piece of the market, everything, everything. Yep. It's so disgusting and we need to stop this. It has to happen now, folks. We got to vote gold. You know, this is, this is, uh, this is something that is very, I mean, the hair on my arms are standing up right now because <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. You guys, like if you want to keep your rights, it's the only way it really is. Yeah. If you want to protect your children, it's the only way. If you want to protect yourselves, it's the only way because we are at our best when we're most free. Like that's just what yep. it is. We can't have a foot on our necks anymore. It has to stop full stop. As you would say. Yeah. No more foots on next, man. Let's be free. Let's, you know, let's bring back peace and love and a sense of community, you know, back yep. to the nation for the love of we're the, we're the most terrible nation that the world has ever seen. There's absolutely no excuse for mandating anything. People will take care of each other, volunteerism for the win all day. Seriously, like you'd be amazed at what, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you would be amazed on what would happen under a leadership that would leave you alone, literally like libertarians. Yep. We just want to leave you alone. Do, do you raise your family the way you choose, do what you want. Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff, you know? And yep. that's, and that's, you know, that's important, you know? And uh, one thing before we go, I have to ask you this because, uh, and I'm kind of bummed that Bubba isn't here, but uh, 
you know, Bubba and I are doing a mock election for Michigan just between, you know, us two. Who would you vote for, me or Bubba the Mouth? Noda. (laughs) 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 I I have to uh, sit there and and compare and contrast your your principles. I I can imagine there wouldn't be much difference. No, we're both, we're pretty much the same, man. I love that. Yeah, six in one hand and half a dozen in the other. Yeah, but, uh, but no, seriously, you guys, get out there in November, you know, raise your voice, vote. Got to. You know, and, and, and let's, let's get rid of these people that are continuously trying to hurt us. That's, that's the moral of the story here. This is why I wanted to do this episode with you. You know, I, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, one yeah, more thank thing. you for having me. Yeah, always. You're always welcome back. And one more thing before I do go. Uh, we are doing a, uh, a collection of hats gloves and mittens here we're working with mittens for detroit uh it's a uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for it's a charity to get hats and gloves to people who need them um we've done a couple food drives this year that have turned out great um now we're doing mittens for detroit because it gets so damn cold here in the winter time yeah you can have it uh the formal announcement will be coming out sometime very, very, very extremely soon. We'll be taking donations for the whole month of November. Nice. Let me know, and I'll uh, make sure to pass that information along and share it around. So you oh, it'll be all over Twitter. It'll be all over everything soon enough. My wife is graphics for it this weekend. Noel, thank you so much for doing this. You know, I'm, I, I'm uh, glad we did it. You're the one person I, I, I would uh, want to do this with before midterm. I appreciate that. And, uh, no, that's awesome. Thank you. And get the message out. You keep doing what you do. I love what you're doing. You know, let's uh, let's keep spreading the message of love and liberty and uh, peace and prosperity. Until next time, y'all, much love. <laughs>